The following broadcast is brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International. a few minutes, and I'm going to bounce off of the, uh, the bulletin today, the notes and the bulletin. I want my wife to come stand here, because she had something she wanted to reiterate, and I'm going to just go from where I wanted to go, and she can share what the Lord has put on her heart. But the title is Breakthrough into Blessing, which is what we want to see happen for every single person here, that you break through into blessing. Father, let every ear be anointed to hear and every heart receptive receive all that you have for them today, we pray in Jesus' name. From the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, which was my text last Sunday, in verse 7, but the Lord said unto me, say not, I'm only a youth, for you shall go to all whom I shall send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I'm with you to deliver you, says the Lord of hosts. And then the Lord put forth his hand, touched my mouth, and he said unto me, Behold, I put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day appointed you to the oversight of the nations and of the kingdoms. Everybody say to root out, pull down, destroy, overthrow, or throw down, build, and plant. Say it again. Root out, pull down, destroy, overthrow, build, and plant. Say it one more time. Root out, pull down, destroy, overthrow, build, and plant. Now, out of breakthrough, God moves you into these realms of rooting out, pulling down, destroying, overthrowing. That has to take place before you even begin to build and plant. The blessing comes in the building and the planting. So everybody wants to jump ahead to build and plant, but there's work to be done. So there's a time you have to roll up your sleeves, okay, just get the jackhammer, get the front end loader in here, you know, whatever we have to do, we're going to move it. Some say, oh, well, that looks kind of nice. It has to go. Well, that's been there a long time. It has to go. Well, can't we just leave that tree there? No, it has to be removed. Those foundations are going to mess with everything. We saw that even when we were digging on the front end of the church here to put the restrooms in, there were trees and there, was, there were root system. Remember that one tree, that root system, how wide was it? It was ridiculous. It, you couldn't see it. The tree was there, but the root system had run for meters, for yards. I mean, it, it was all over the place. So I said, well, what's taking so long? They said, Pastor, we have to get the roots out of here. I said, well, did anybody know it was there? Nobody knew. 
Nobody knew that that tree that was over there, the root system was running all along here, and we could not get down to put the proper foundation in with that root system there. That's why people say, look, it's too much work. I'm going to just build. But then everything starts to crack because the foundation is not strong enough. That's what I'm really referring to when I talk about a couple, husband and wife, or in your endeavors. If there's not a strong foundation, you can't build and plant. You, 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 you look at places that get blown away, it's because there's nothing there to hold them. And I can go into a whole discourse about Florida building their houses out of wood, and we have big winds here. Why would anybody do that? Surely they learned the message of the three little pigs, how the one built it out of sticks, the other one built it out of hay, but the little pig that built it out of brick, he was the one that when the big bad wolf came and huffed and puffed, huffed and puffed, he couldn't blow the house down. And you can go down to the Florida Keys, and there are concrete brick establishments that have been through every hurricane from the year 1875, and they've never been moved. But yet, whole subdivisions have been moved and blown away. Why? Because you have to have a strong, firm foundation before you break through into blessing. I think at the heart of our ministry from the very beginning was matters of the heart, really. The Lord doing a work in you so he can do a work through you. And so that's what that is about. It's about the Lord coming in. And it's about in your own life, you can try to do that in other areas of your life, like Pastor Rodney is saying, but without success until you start with yourself. And so it's about look, going before God and saying, Lord, show me. First of all, he's going to show you his word, right? His word said he's the mirror. So he's going to show you in the mirror what you need to know, what you need to change, what, what you see yourself. Not only do you see yourself as you are now, but he gives you hope for what you can be. You know, because the devil comes to condemn you and, and you know, make you feel worthless but God comes to bring a conviction of sin so that he can cleanse you and put you back on your feet so that he can fill you up, hallelujah, and use you. So the Lord doesn't come to torment you. He's not trying to put guilt trips on you. That's the devil. He's trying to pick you up. He's trying to get to the build and the, and, and the plant place. But there's first this cleaning that has to come up. If there's any roots uh, 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 the cleaning out and the, the stuff that has been rooted out. So we have to root out anything that, anything that the devil has planted in our life. You know, if anybody's a gardener, you know, particularly with weeds, if you don't get the root out of that weed, that thing is coming back up again. Amen. And Pastor Rodney said this before, we try and tell all of our Bible students, use this time not only to get into the Word, but to get on your face before God. That's why we want you in the services. We want you in these conferences and to be pressing in for God in that presence of the Lord to touch you, so to show you and to help you. Because we cannot do it on our own and doesn't expect us to, but the Holy Spirit is there to help us to go in and to dig out every root, even stuff we didn't know was there. Like Pastor Rodney said, we didn't we didn't know on the surface it didn't look like anything was there, but when we started digging, there's this massive root system. And you know, you, you, you watch even with, with marriages where people have issues that don't always come out before the marriage. 
no matter how hard you try, then suddenly, when they're married, suddenly well, the issues rise up. Maybe somebody misrepresented themselves on the dating site. <laughs> and they, no, the picture, the picture was not Oh, yeah, them. They, they show their best face. Yeah, and, and then the whole story. And then the reality is, is something very totally. different. Or sometimes somebody's experienced some trauma in their life, and um, particularly ladies, sometimes they've experienced a, um, you know, some trauma in being um, taken advantage of, being raped or molested or something like that. And then doesn't we show everything looks fine. The moment they get married, that thing manifests, and then the husband's like, what did I do? And he doesn't understand that it's her past trauma that needs to be dealt with, and she needs to understand that her husband is not her problem, but he is the one that's going to help her through those things. So, um, so we have to pray and ask the Lord, Lord, go and do the work in me, whatever needs to be done. And you know, the Lord will show you, I mean, I've, th there's people that I know that are this, you would think that they're the most wonderful people, they're, I mean, they are, they are wonderful people, but pastors' wives, and they look like they have it all together, and yet when revival, when we came to the church and revival came, this one pastor's wife, she had an experience with the Lord where God showed her, he said, I'm not Lord over every area of your life, and she was horrified that the Lord would say that to her, but there was something that happened to her in her life, and she had not let go of it. She hadn't dealt with it. She hadn't for forgiven and let the thing go. She just pushed it away because it was too painful, and God said, you have to go, and you have to, it was like she, he showed her she'd put this away in this vault, uh, like a bank vault, and you have to open that door, and you have to let me heal that area of your life and clean that thing out. And she said, Lord, it's too painful. I can't do it. He said, I will help you. And he gave her nine things to do, got completely delivered. So the Lord wants to deliver you. And, and when you get delivered, listen, we, we've worked with people that had stuff in their life and kind of covered it up and sort of coped. And then suddenly it's like that thing, it's like the Lord honed in on that thing. And they they, it, it was very, it wasn't very, it, it, let me say, it wasn't, I was saying it wasn't easy for them. It was very difficult for them to face some of that stuff in their past and to deal with it, let it go and let God come in and touch that area because sometimes it feels so sensitive. We, we, we don't want the Lord to touch that because it's a little too personal and it goes a little too deep. That root is a little too deep when you think it's going to hurt too much. And yet when the Holy Spirit comes and you really say, Lord, you just come and do whatever you want to do. It's amazing how he comes in with his peace and his gentleness, and it's, it's you know, it's, it's the, that's, that's the joy is the anesthetic. That's what pe people despise the joy, but the joy is like the anesthetic that you can be filled with the joy of the Lord and the God can be rooting those things out of you because it's the heart issues. See, a lot, especially guys, we don't want to think about the heart thing. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to, you know, we, and we don't want to ask for help, we don't, even the Lord, and we don't want to go there. We don't want to think about those things. But it's those things that are going to keep you coming back again around the mountain that are going to defeat you. Every time you, you're about to have a breakthrough, you, you're defeated because you will not let the Lord deal with those things. So even like with the self-help stuff and positive thinking, positive image, that can override things to a point. But if that thing is still there, because as a man thinketh in his heart, so we say, so you can speak positive affirmations about yourself and you can convince yourself, but if you don't deal, if you don't root that thing out and you actually need help to get that thing rooted out, it will always be there subsurface, just lurking there. And then in the time when 
you weak or run down, then it surfaces, and then that's when it causes all the problems. So that's why we tell people, let God come do a work deep down on the inside of you. And so unfortunately, wherever I travel, I have to deal with ministers that are already 20, 30, 40 years in the ministry that never dealt with that. They, no one helped them. And so now we have to get them turned around because people want to, at that time, I'm out. I'm quitting the ministry and I can't do this anymore. We tried this, whatever. But they never looked in the mirror and said, okay, obviously other people are having breakthroughs. Why am I not having a breakthrough? It's not because the Lord doesn't love you. It's not because God's not on your side. It's not because God favors somebody more than he favors you. It's because these things are looming there that are holding you back and that's setting you back. So I know this is, uh, you know, a, a, a touchy subject here because it's like an operation. Now we have to take a knife, you, a scalpel, and you have to cut out whatever's there and remove it. But then when we get rid of what that thing is, then everything gets healed up and then everything's fine. And then all of that stuff is gone. And then God can then begin to do a work on the inside of you and then use you because he will use you. You'll speak of those things, but there won't be any pain or anxiety or worry or things of the past connected to that. Yeah, you see, you see a lot of, especially pastors, there's pastors that will build, um, and a lot of times it's people who don't have or don't acknowledge the Holy Spirit or actually really disrespect the Holy Spirit. They try to do church. How do, how do you pastor without the Holy Spirit? I don't even know how you do life without, without the Holy Spirit. And they'll build a successful church with all the, you know, the ways that they do it, but then at some point they, 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 they fail, they fall, they blow the whole thing out, and it, it takes a lot of people with it. So... That root, it's like when the devil came to tempt Jesus, and then it said he, he was not successful. He went away for a season. And so the devil will go away for a season, but he'll come back because he knows there's still a root in your life. He can see the roots, and he knows he's going to come back to try and trip you up later. When you're, and, and when does the devil come? Like after Jesus had the 40-day fast, when he was at his weakest that's when the devil comes to, to try and take you out. But we mustn't give him any opportunity. The Bible says, give no place to the devil. And as Jesus said, he has no place in me. He has no, he has no, the devil couldn't touch Jesus. He thought he killed him, but it was his worst nightmare because Jesus went and kicked his teeth in, took the keys of death, hell in the grave, and thoroughly and completely defeated him on our behalf. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And rose from the dead for us. So today... I felt that, and I'm, I'm, I know many people have had breakthroughs here, but there are individuals here, those that are watching, that your breakthrough is this morning in what I'm talking about right now, and that this thing is going to be broken this morning, and this thing is never going to bother you again. It's going to break I feel it in the spirit. I can feel it happening right now. And that war is going to cease. That war that is there that plagues you even when you lie on your bed, when you get up in the morning, when you drive down the road, it's there. And you can put on, people say, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing fine. But deep down, you're not. That is going to break today by the power of the blood of Jesus, by the power of the word of God. So I just want everybody just to bow your heads across this place. And obviously, maybe you came here, you don't know Jesus, then I'm 
going to include you in this. But you have to really humble yourself. It's only the humble person that will say, Lord, that's me. I need you to come and do a work on the inside of me. I want you to transform me. I want you to change me. There's people here today the Lord's going to set you free from, from lust. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just be bold to say this. If, if you're having a problem with homosexuality, getting married to a woman is not going to change it. There are preachers right now that I know have big churches that have problems. And they married somebody and they have children. They thought it would go away. It, it, it's not going away. In actual fact, it's been their downfall. But God wants to set you free. And he wants to deliver you. And he wants to break those chains. I know in some countries I could get arrested for what I'm preaching right now. But I don't care. As you know, I'll collect mugshots in every country I can. Because the, this is the word of the Lord. This is not my word. God wants to set you free. I talked about it this week in the conference. When Lazarus was raised from the dead, he came out, but he was still wrapped in grave clothes. He was dead, but he became alive, but the grave clothes were still wrapped around him. And so, yes, I'm not even saying that you're not saved. I'm just saying that these things have plagued you for many years. And God wants to break you through into blessing. Now, I don't want you to feel like, well, I'm not going to go up there because everybody's going to think I'm homosexual. I'm, I'm, I'm using that as an example. I'm not blanketing anybody here. And somebody said, well, he's homophobic. I'm not afraid of homosexuals. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm here to, we're here to help. We're not even condemning anybody. We're just here to say that the Lord wants to get that wall that's going on on the inside of you, that's been ripping away in your guts, that's there all the time. And even though you go out and you might go have a vacation and go on a cruise or go to some amusement park, at the end of the night, when you put your head on your pillow, it's still there, still facing that anger, that whatever is still there. And you come around the things of God, and the Lord blesses you, and maybe you even go into ministry, and you go and minister, and while you're ministering, you get relief. But when you come out of ministering, it's a total war that's going on. It's a war that's night and day, day and night. That's why some even have contemplated suicide. Because they say, well, pastor, what's the use? And some even say, pastor, I've tried to get free in the Lord. And here's what they say. The Lord obviously doesn't want to set me free. And that's a lie from hell. That's a total lie from hell. God will set any person free. But you have to totally surrender and say, Lord, come. And do a work in me. So while the heads are bowed and eyes are closed, and I'm speaking expressly to those that are going to break through into blessing today, that today something's going to be rooted out, something's going to be pulled down, something's going to be destroyed, and something's going to be thrown down or overthrown. And when you walk from this property today, 
The process of building and planting is going to take place. And the Lord's going to set you free in every way. Today is the day of your freedom. Today is the day of your liberty. If you don't know Jesus, I want to include you in this. But if you fit into any one of these categories, whatever the war is, maybe your life is gripped by fear. Fear of the night, fear of dark, fear of closed spaces, fear of traveling in a car, fear of flying. I mean, I'm talking about where you actually want to climb out the window. God wants you free. The Bible says perfect love casts out fear. If this is you right now, right across this field, I want you to quickly just say, Pastor, please pray with me today. Put your hand up right now and say today is going to be a new day. I want every person with your hand in the air to stand. Stand right now. Stand. Stand all across this field. I want you to step out down the aisle and come fill this altar. Today is breakthrough into blessing. Today is breakthrough into blessing. Breakthrough into blessing. Come on, he's calling you now. Total breakthrough today. That's why you came to this conference called Breakthrough. No turning back. No turning back. cross before me, the world behind me. The world behind me. Come on, it's breakthrough today. That's his anointing right now. It's breakthrough today. It's breakthrough today. It's breakthrough today. Today's your day. 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 But give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. You can take the whole world. But give me Jesus. No turning back. 
as, as people are coming, the, the point on pull down, I just want to say something about that because the Bible told them to pull down or destroy the altars, the idols of the enemy. Keep, keep coming in, guys. Keep coming in over here so we make room for everybody. And uh, the Bible talks about idols of silver and gold, but the idols of self-will and unsubmissiveness. And I, and I have to tell you, when, when I read that scripture about self-will and unsubmissiveness, it came up and smacked me because sometimes we're stubborn and we're prideful. But pride is a wall that holds us back from the blessing of God. He said he hates pride. And pride is at the root of a lot of the problems in our life. And so you, you, you have humbly come forward today. And that's what it requires. It takes the humility to come before the Lord and say, Lord, I need your help. Come and clean me out. I lay everything on the altar right now. Amen. Yeah, just so you know, we've all had to do this. So you're not doing anything right now that we haven't had to do. Because that's how revival comes when you allow the Lord to come do a work deep on the inside of you. And you have to really get real. I've watched over the years when I've given a call like this, people get up and leave the building. And then later on you hear, it's a nightmare. I've watched people, when you give a call, people respond. And some still sit, and you can see them just like not wanting to be and don't agree with anything I'm saying because there's a war going on. There's a war. And people say, Pastor, you're pushing me. Yeah, I'm pushing people because I want that breakthrough. We want the, we want the breakthrough maybe more than you want the breakthrough. Because we know that when you break through, like we say, our breakthrough, your breakthrough, when you break through, their breakthrough. Everyone you come into contact is going to have a breakthrough. And I'm not talking about sporadic. I'm talking about continuous breakthrough. Bring this over here now. This is called a redento. If you've seen the pulpit, you see we have these. This one is the one that's in my office. This comes from thrown away glass that actually is lying at the glass blower's foundry right where he, you know, makes vases and whatever. All these pieces are lying at the bottom. This comes from thrown away glass. In actual fact, this is not what you use to make a vase. And his son was watching him make beautiful vases, and he said to his dad, Dad, what about those pieces there on the floor? His dad said, look, we can't use them. He said, Dad, no, I'm sure we can use them. And he said, well, look, different glass burns at a different temperature. He said, Dad, just try it, just try it. And so he picked up the broken pieces. This is from one set. And look what, what beautiful thing came right out of that one set. So he called me and he said to me, he said, when you build your new sanctuary, I'm going to build these Redentors for your church. 
And I said, why do you want to do this? He said, because what your ministry does is take away what people have thrown away that no one will use, and then God takes the fire and makes something beautiful out of it. So that even though you might feel like I've been thrown away, I've been rejected, but God says, come here now, I'm going to put my fire on you, and my fire is going to burn through you, and then your testimony is going to be in the next three to five years of someone that went to a place and a church exploded and things happened and God began to use you and great and mighty things began to take place. The father said to me, he said, it shocked me what my son, because he kept saying, Dad, we can use it. I kept saying, we can't use it. And God says to what man says, we can't use. God says, I'm going to use them. I'm going to use them. God says to every single one of you, as you've humbled yourself today, the Lord has seen. And even that which happens right now, that break, that thing will be destroyed. That thing is going to be cut off at the roots. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And when I finish praying, I'm going to take authority. And that thing is going to be broken. It's going to be shattered. It will never return again. And you're going to go from here and the process will begin. And you're going to begin to see building and planting taking place. And the things of the past will be things of the past. And they will never plague you again. So just lift those hands to heaven, you in your home. Just lift your hands to heaven. Let's pray this out loud. Just say this out loud. Say, Father, today I place my life on the altar. I come to you because, Lord, I've tried to rectify these problems myself. I can't. I need your help. And so today... I humble myself, and I yield myself, spirit, soul, and body, take me, I come just as I am, and today, once again, I confess, Jesus, you are my Lord, you are my Savior, and I give you every part of my life, and even now, Lord, I repent of my sin. I repent of the past, and I yield myself to you, and everything that's not of you has to go, and it has to go now in Jesus' name. This shall not plague me anymore. From this day, I shall be free, for he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Now, Father, I thank you. As pastor prays, I receive that release in Jesus' name. I want you to take your one hand, put it on your belly, and the other hand on your head, because I'm going to pray for your mind and your heart. Now, Father, I present to you your children. And I come against every stronghold of the mind every situation in the heart that's not of you, I evicted even now and I break it now in the name of Jesus. I deliver you right now and I set you free. I 
break this thing off of you. I pull it out by the roots. In the name of Jesus, be delivered. In the name of Jesus, be set free. 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 No more. No more from this moment. No more from this day. I break it now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we set you free by the power of the blood of Jesus. And we thank you for it right now. In the name of the Lord. It's breaking, it's breaking. Maro Nomura, Ibrakapananda Rita, Ibraso Romon Derita. Every chain is being broke, every yoke is being destroyed. It's breaking right now. Chains are falling off of people right now. Bondages are going right now. In the name of Jesus. Free! Thank you, Lord. Now lift those hands to heaven and just thank him right now. 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 Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it right now. Yeah, that's it right now. Yes! Total freedom! Total freedom! Total freedom and liberty! Total freedom and liberty! Total freedom and liberty! Total freedom and liberty and joy! In the name of the Lord. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I speak of peace. I speak the peace of heaven into you right now. And I thank you for it. And I give you praise. The Lord said to me, he said, every effect of drug usage that, has, that affected people's minds because they use so much drugs is broken. It's broken today. Every effect. Broken. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. A new day. A new day. So even from this morning, just like the couple that God healed their marriage yesterday morning, just like that couple, from this day, you walk out of this place and you, that thing gone. Don't even entertain the thought of it. For the Lord is with you. And you are clean right now because of the word of the Lord. 
has made you clean. And we thank you for that now. In Jesus' name. Now just thank him one more time. Just thank him one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, you, you say, what just happened to me? You faced a giant. I said, you faced a giant. You faced a giant. But the bigger, the bigger the thing is, the harder it falls. Can you say amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now just close your eyes and just lift those hands one more time. Father, I pray that you just wrap them in your love. May your love, the love that you showed me how much you loved your people. You showed me in the early hours of March the 17th, you told me how much you love your people. May they be flooded now with your love. May you wrap your arms around every single one of them. They may know your love, how much you love them. Now thank you for it. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. He loves you so much. 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 Now, Lord, would you show yourself strong to them even tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday and surprise them this week. Surprise them this week. Shock them. Amaze them. Astound them. When they come back to church next week, let them come with big eyes. And let them stop some and say, you don't believe what just happened. We thank you for it and we give you praise. Somebody said, is that possible? You heard what happened with the married couple? You heard what happened with the married couple? Is it possible? Remember what I said right as I started this. The people that saying, can my faith prevail? Remember how many remember what I said? Can my faith prevail? And what did the Lord say? Yes, your faith can not only prevail, but it will speak. And I decree over you the blessing of heaven. I decree over you that your faith not only shall prevail, but your faith will speak and will speak to every single person everywhere you go. And people will see the hand of the Lord. They're going to come up to you and say, hey, what's different about you? Something's happened to you. I can see it on your face. Did you come back from a long vacation? Wait, what? Where have you been? Are you on something? Are you on something? Whatever you on, can I get on it too? And then you're going to be able to pray with them. Just like we prayed for you. Amen? What does the Bible say? Freely you have received? 
freely give. So you just give it away. You just give it away. Amen. Praise God. This program has been brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International in Tampa, Florida. For more information on the ministry of Drs. Rodney and Adonica Howard Brown or for additional resources, visit Revival.com.